You've reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Man, that movie was excellent. It really was. Totally blew my expectations away. I know, right? Now I really want to tell everyone about it. But I'm not sure how. Yeah. If only there was a podcast dedicated to reviewing films and discussing the latest news and trailers on upcoming films. That would be nice. Yes, for sure. And we can call it The Senegai Show. <laughs> what? No. It will be called Real Movie Critic Unleashed. Uh, no. How about Senegai featuring Real Movie Critic? Uh, how about the Real Movie Critic and his sidekick, the Senegai? CG and RMC! RMC and CG! The Real Movie Critic versus the Senegai. Only at CertainPOV.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You're going down, Critic. Bring it on, guy. Welcome listeners, welcome JV Pickers, it's your demi-pansexual host, Host Sway, back with Working Together, bringing you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is Pride, so grab your quarters, pick your dibs, Geek Elite Media presents Jukebox Vertigo. We have a very special episode, I'm so fucking stoked to have this episode, we have <laughs> two new guests here, and... Yeah, let's just, let's, just, let's just introduce them. First and foremost, it is someone I have recently become a fan of since they had a super sweet live video or I guess a, a, a snip from Snipfest. They were from a band called uh, Guilt. Guilt is still happening, but they have since moved on. And now they're pursuing a different project. Please welcome Nico. Hello. My name is Nico. Um, I am in a project of mine called Community Towel. Um, I'm non-binary. My pronouns are they, them. Um, I was formerly in a band called Guilt, and I played the bass, and I did vocal work as well. And I am now pursuing, like, dream pop indie music. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, no, thank you for being here. Uh, no, Community Towel is, is quite lovely. It's such a different such a different face from like like just like the complete aggro that is like that you have to be a part of in guilt which is actually just really badass too <laughs> it's like the two complete lateral shifts of like very <laughs> aggressive and then like very sad but just like kind of cutesy um so there's some there's some tie-ins between the two and that goes to both things too that goes to both projects honestly yeah <laughs> Uh, no, so thank you so much for being here. Um, next guest is a very, very dear friend of mine, and it's been an absolute travesty that we haven't been able to hang out since the pandemic, and it's because of pandemic. So at least we're keeping it safe. Please welcome Liza. Hi, everyone. I'm Liza. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a lesbian. I'm also a lifelong musician. I don't currently have any projects because I just finished up grad school recently, Woo! so I'm looking forward to uh 
rejoining the musical world soon. Oh, please do. Oh, man. Like, you have your own stories, too. And it's like, and every time it's like, man, what a badass. Like, where's the band? And I, I hope something happens soon. <laughs> Me, too. I, I'm totally flattered by uh, your description, too. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's, it's it's just so true. But we'll, we'll dive into that in a second. Uh, we, have, we have ourselves, as always, ourselves. Keith! <laughs> Hey guys, you know me, it's Keith. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, although I use dude for basically every animate and inanimate object on the planet. Um, I am bisexual, and I am very excited to do this episode. Um, last year we did a Pride episode, and it was it was a lot of fun, uh, but I really felt we needed some more diverse voices on this episode, so oh, I'm absolutely. so glad we were able to do that this year. No, yeah, on um, me too. Um, that's why I was like, I, I knew I wanted Eliza for this episode, and then when I reached out, I was like, please, and then it's like, and an instant yes, and then it's like, who else? And it's like, I'm gonna reach out here, please, please say yes. And it's like, Nika, I'm just answering the call. I was like, oh, this is this is just gonna be super fucking fun. So oh, again, no, this is awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Like, and now, like, putting hopefully putting all my fangirling aside, uh, let's get down to some uh, recommendations. I listened to quite a few things uh, since the last episode. I'm not going to go down through a little whole list because it was a few. Uh, it was a lot. And then we are recording on Friday. So new stuff has come out since then. And I've been really, really holding my tongue to n- not listen to that shit. So uh, the stuff I had that has come out then since then, it's uh, I need to recommend Georgia Smith's album again. It's just so <laughs> fucking good. Uh, the Mannequin Pussy EP is still just fabulous. And then the new stuff that did come out from, from at least last week when we didn't record... The ever silly Oliver Tree re put out his album again as the deluxe, but in an, an actual different way, which I can actually respect. He put the new added songs in front instead of just like sliding them down all the way in the, in the end when nobody listens to them. Um, and it kind of kind of like throws off the whole out the the vibe of the album all over again. And I actually really dug it again. If you don't That's know how interesting, Oliver, yeah, yeah, it because like I really liked the, the album when it came out. And again, he's just bonkers, very silly, off the wall. And so I knew what I was going in, getting myself into. And then with, yeah, the new songs added to the front, and I know what I was getting myself into. And then going into the ones I was actually used to, it was like, oh, shit, here it is. And even then, again, it just painted a whole different vibe. And again, if you don't know who Oliver, Oliver Tree is, he's a very, very silly dude stuck in the 90s. And um, yeah, again, very silly, very, very cool. <laughs> look at look at the music videos. Yeah, on top of like just being a part of this, I'm also like writing down stuff because I, <laughs> Oh my god, thank you. Yes, I I love listening to new music and stuff, so definitely thankful for the recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh there was um a single, but then I realized uh, but then I found out there because we're recording on Friday, spoiler, an album came out, but Sleater Kenny had a single out called uh, High on Grass, which is actually mm. kind of kind of cool. But I'm now I'm actually more excited to hear the whole project all together. So pretty stoked that Slater Kenny's kind of back together. <laughs> For hip hop recommendations, there was Lil Bubblegum, and then we're me and my partner were kind of thrown off because on the on the picture on the on the thumbnail for it. It's, it looks like this like this badass chick. It's like, oh cool, we got we got a new uh, like female rapper. Lil Bubblegum is like such an appropriate name, and it's like one of the most snot sounding dudes. Snot being another rapper that I am very fond of, and so it's not what I was what we were expecting, but still makes for actually a pretty good song. The song's called Man Down. Now for the actual highlights that I actually listened to this week. Oh my god, where'd I start? Okay, Baby Africa. We didn't know they had, they had an album out, and it's called uh, Brain Damage really fucking good um 
I kind of put it up with like the as far as vibe goes or like the genre is uh, with like with Georgia Smith, like that mm-hmm. R&B style, but it's like really chill vibes. Listen to Baby Africa. It's really, really fucking good. Citizen with their album out. Uh, was it something about the glass like, through the glass doors or something like that? The album was really good. I really liked it. It was very dancey. They had two EPs put out, but they were like they were basically just acoustic renditions of half of the album that just came out. Yeah. It was definitely like a different feel for sure. Like yeah. them going into that like pop direction, but I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. You know what? Yeah. I didn't hate the, the, the album, like the, the original album. I actually kind of d- d- um, call it as um, the best, the best, the best music that came out from 2013. And I say that as a compliment, not like they're like, going backwards but they just like mm. they're capturing this vibe that was just there and they're just like bringing it like a few years down the line being a, a little more modern and that's why i really enjoyed it and so now with these eps with the with the acoustic songs i actually like them like sometimes they're kind of like okay that's not really how because you hear this really overproduced song and it might not really mesh well on an acoustic but like the song i really want to kill you is probably like my favorite one um the Death Approximately, well, like the, the first song was actually pretty good too. The whole thing actually ended up working out. Um, so I, I was actually in favor in favor for it. And now the number one fucking thing that came out from last week, Japanese breakfast album, Jubilee, was so good. <laughs> Anybody else got to listen to this one? No. I haven't, but I saw that they released uh, new music and I was like, I need to check that out. It's uh, it's it's quite high, quite high, high up on my recommendations. Okay. I've been just like really loving the singles. Uh, B Sweet's really good. I found them out through um, another very fond band of mine, uh, Mannequin Pussy. Marissa, she's in the video to um, oh. um, they do like a Mulder and Scully um interpretation in their, in their video, and she plays her um, her Scully to her Mulder. Hmm. <laughs> so oh, that's it's, amazing. It's, it's, really, it's really cute. <laughs> so and, and now the whole thing is out. So definitely Japanese breakfast with um. Yeah, Jubilee. Now, Nico, what kind of music yeah. do you like? Uh, we kind of know what kind of bands you, you come from. Uh, what kind of genre do you like, and what have you been listening to? Okay, so um, I listen to a variety of things. Um, I really am the worst person to share the ox with because <laughs> my playlist goes to so many different mood shifts. Um I've been listening to a lot of Death Cab for Cutie lately, like just in general, a a favorite of mine. It's very like sweet, but also like definitely good cry music. And um, I've also been listening to a lot of Mitski lately, um, like Washing uh, Machine Heart and like Me and My Husband are top two for me. Um, and I'm trying to think of like other stuff. It it kind of like goes in completely different shifts. Like I've been listening to Cave Town and Roar. So kind of like I would say like indie esque music. Um and then I've also been listening to Nothing a lot, the band. Um and a lot of Mother Mother, actually. So hmm. kind of an interesting shift of like emotions um but that's what they are <laughs> so yeah. it works out yeah that and like also gorillas i've been listening to demon nice. days again um yes. just a lot of like classic stuff that i i kind of revisiting a lot of the indie um i guess vibe from the i would say like 
late 2000s, um, like two-door cinema club and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Fuck yeah. And Liza, what kind of music do you like? And that's just, that's, that's not a simple uh, question for you. And what have you li- <laughs> listened to lately? So, yeah, as Hostway knows, I listen to quite a wide range of music. Like Nico, I've been told by my friends that I'm a nightmare to share the aux cable with. (laughs) (laughs) You know my struggle well. (laughs) I really do. Um, But I grew up listening to a lot of classic rock. So some of my favorite classic rock groups would be like Jefferson Airplane and Heart. But I also really love like country from the 60s, especially Dolly Parton and Loretta Lynn. Yes. Um, Some other music I really like is uh, Ye Ye, which is um, a French musical subgenre. Um, and especially I like Francoise Hardy and Franz Gall. I also really enjoy different subgenres of punk, especially a lot of the bands that played at CBGBs in the 70s, especially Patti mm. Smith. And then yes. I'm a huge Riot Girl fan as well. Oh, nice. yeah. That's amazing. So that's sort of, I think, my range there. And then uh, lately, I haven't been able to stop listening to a live album that Tina Turner put out in the 1980s called Tina Live in Europe. If you've never listened to Tina Turner live, you should. It's absolutely (laughs) incredible. And in that album, she has some great guest stars too. Like she sings with Eric Clapton, David Bowie, Robert Cray. Like it's really just an awesome record if you want to just check out the sheer power that is involved in a Tina Turner live performance. Yeah, I'm actually writing that one down. (laughs) Definitely do. It was my first CD, actually, so I've come wow. back around to it recently. <laughs> That's awesome. And Keith, what have you been listening to lately? And if you want to share what you like as well. Uh, oh, man. Well, yeah, I can share what I like. Um, we kind of just like went over this on our first episode, but... Um, uh, basically, I like everything. And I know that's a really cliche thing to say, but... I've literally gone through phases in my life where each genre is my favorite genre, <laughs> except for country. Um, I do like some country, but it was never like the best for me. Um, but that's wide ranging from I was into classic rock growing up. I was into metal, like metal, metal for a while in high school. And now my favorite singer is Taylor Swift, probably like <laughs> like I'm really I'm really weird like that. I, I just I'm wide ranging. So the last two weeks, though. I have been listening to several things this way. And you made us a promise last episode that you did not keep, apparently. What? Oh, you, oh I did didn't you listen, listen to the, the St. Vincent, Vincent album. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about the decapitated demos that I still haven't done either. Yeah, I listened to it. Um, it's it's fine. It's not my favorite album from them. Okay. At all. But um, it's fine. If you're a St. Vincent fan, you'll probably like it. That's what I'll say. Like it. So. Um, also, I listened to the last, the final DMX album. Oh, yeah. Exodus. How was that? It was, it was almost like he knew what was coming. <laughs> like, oh, God. Wow. wow. It, it feels like a last album. It really And you does. hate being dreadful, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, uh, it's good, though. It's really good. Um, not my favorite, like, hip-hop album recently or anything like that, but it's totally, if you're a fan. It's a definite listen to for sure. Uh, I also listen to some Death Cab, uh, which I always listen to Death Cab. I have a playlist of just Death Cab uh, that <laughs> they I pop are on. So good, yeah. They're like my top two favorite. Like Death Cab and Pinback are kind of mm-hmm. bands that I cycle through their songs and albums a lot. 
Yeah. I um right when the pandemic was starting, before you know everybody was forced to stay home, I went to a festival here in locally in Phoenix called the um it was in Tempe technically, but it's called the Innings Festival. It's like baseball and music. It's a really weird combo. Interesting. Um, but yeah, Death Cab was one of the headliners and we went up there and they sang two songs and I was like, he doesn't sound good. And he lost his voice and couldn't sing. Benjamin Gibbard oh, had to leave the, no. leave the stage. And the crowd was like, we'll sing, just play. Music. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke but, time. But he came back out and I could tell he was in pain. And he's like, I'm so sorry, guys. We'll come back and make it up to you. And then and then the pandemic happened. And so my mind, I was like, did he get COVID? So I was really worried and like, yeah. Um, but I, I love them. They're so great. And they're amazing live. I've seen them like three times. It's just amazing. So, uh, of course, uh, the usuals, Josue, you know, um, Fickle Friends, which is still mm. just, uh, if, there, if you want a boisterous, like, energetic, fun, well-written pop band, there's not a better band than Fickle Friends right now. I, I listen to them every week, at least a little bit, and it's just incredible to me. Uh, and they're going to be huge. Uh, I know one of the, one of the guys from, um, one direction actually ended up like finding them and like plugged them on his Twitter and they're like, they're like popularity exploded because of that. But like, they're just so much fun. And, uh, the lead singer is just, just incredible. She's got great social media game too. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, you probably know of them because I re- retweet everything they say. Basically. <laughs> so. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also Poppy put out a new five track EP. Oh, Poppy. <laughs> yeah. See, this is how I go up and down. <laughs> so, um, and it's, it's okay. It's pretty good. Uh, if you, again, once again, if you like Poppy, you're probably going to like this. It's not the best of Poppy, but you know. Yeah. Is that the one where she kind of went in like a different musical direction or was that? Yeah, this, okay. this is the metal. Oh, Cause originally she was like a pop star. Yeah. And then and, she and got her more name- aggressive. Yeah, her name as a pop star was That Poppy. Now she's just Poppy, and she's like a metal singer. (laughs) So it's really interesting, but she's actually really good. I actually really like her. Um, And she's really, um, I guess she's really good with her fans. She's really nice and stuff, so that's really cool. Oh, man. Uh, What else? Uh, I listened to some DaBaby, some Little Baby, because I got that stuck in my head that I needed to listen to the two of them again for some reason. All the babies. Yeah, all the babies. Multiple I listen babies. to the Black Panther soundtrack and the End of the Spider-Verse soundtrack again because that's really good working music. Um, I listen to Arctic Sleep. Is anyone aware of Arctic Sleep? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah, me neither. They're, I, I guess the description would be a metal band, but don't be thinking that they're very heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very atmospheric would be the way I'd put it. If anything, I'd... Oh, God. No, this is a terrible comparison, but it's the only thing popped into my head. Typo negative, but less less industrial? Like, I don't know. But um, they're really cool, and there's a comic book that me and Hosway review on our other show, We Have Issues, um, called... we uh, called um, Oh, my God. By the Horns. And basically, it's about a woman hunting down all the unicorns and killing them. It's great. Anyways, the creator uh, partnered with Arctic Sleep and put out a soundtrack for the comic and they printed it on a yellow vinyl and I actually ordered it. So it's on its way. So I thought I'd just go ahead and listen to a bunch of their music. So I listened to them. I dig it. It's pretty cool. Uh, so recommendation there. And then I also listened to the new Lord single that came out. How Ooh, was that? Talk about Nini stuff now. I love it. Uh, one of the things I love about Lord is because if you go back to her first album, 
you listen to Royals and you're like, oh, I see the direction this is going. Like she's going to go the like maybe the Lana Del Rey direction or maybe even a little darker than that, a little more grim. No, <laughs> she became a legit pop star, which is amazing. And this is the next step of her like, like after Greenlight, which is just such a fun, exuberant song, even though it's got kind of a sad subject matter. Uh, this is just the next step of just fun. And I'm really excited about her new album. I can't wait for it to come out. Yeah, good for her. I yeah. also heard that she collabed with a bunch of people on that single. I, I don't have anyone credited on the single, but singles don't always have that listed. So Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't listened to it yet, but people were saying that there was like a bunch of indie artists that were also singing with her. So that I was makes like, sense. Hmm. I could I could I could totally understand uh, totally believe that, yeah. Huh. I'll have to double check it now. Yeah, uh, likewise. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and yeah, I can't wait for the album. Uh, and last thing was, oh, Silk Sonic, the Bruno Mars, Anderson Pock side project. Oh, nice. Uh, I listened to the one song that is out because I'm still waiting for that album to come out. And uh, yeah, that's it. It's a lot for me usually. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot for me. I have others, but they're going to be honorable mentions. So Cool, cool. Um, I did forget one thing. I can't believe I, f- I forgot about her. Uh, Kelly Uchis uh, did put out a, an acoustic little EP. It was just three songs of her from her last album, Sin Miedo, Del Amor y Otros Demonios. She was able to do acoustic versions of Telepatia, Fue, uh, Fue Mejor y Vaya Con Dios. And mm-hmm. oh man, they're actually really, really sweet. <laughs> like, you, know, you mean like the, 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 the music that video? That sounds awesome. Oh yeah. no, please, please listen to them. Even the music video to uh, Telepatia, she's literally just like, riding on a horse like a bareback on a horse like on down on the beach it's so fucking good and sexy but damn <laughs> <laughs> but the songs are just also just because if you listen to the actual album again it's really fucking good and now in these acoustic versions they're amazing like she she can fucking do it all like and uh, and that was a really sleeper sleeper album for me until really this year we're just really popping off on the Cimiela album but these three songs are actually just quite charming and quite magical so yeah definitely listen to those too now, let's move on to the main event. Hey, Nico. Hey, Liza. Hey, Keith. Happy hey. Pride, guys. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, Pride everybody. <laughs> it was a long lost year, 2020, and now we're here relatively safer. <laughs> um, but at the very <laughs> least, for the most part, we're all getting vaccinated. I know I'm getting my second dose in two days. So I'll only really, really get to enjoy Pride Month outside in the outdoors for like the last three days of the month, which will be fine. I'll, I'll literally be making the most of it. I was <laughs> I was like, you'll make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how's your guys' Pride Month going so far? Uh, we'll start uh, with Nico. So mine has gone well so far. I, uh, I haven't like, I guess, come out to my family. And that is fine. Yeah. Um, however, I am out for two years now to friends and like, um, I would say like non-blood family. Um, so it's been really nice. Um, I have yet to actually go to a Pride event, but I have been a part of a lot of like um, LGBT events that I've put on. Um Snipfest being one of them. Woo. So it is something super close to my heart. Um it's been really nice to just feel like I can be a lot more open in, you know, a community that has people like me. Um, I, I don't think I mentioned this before, but I'm non-binary and queer. Um, and yeah, it's been, a, it's been a really good time. I am fully vaccinated. So I'm, 
I've been safe and yeah, and living in Florida, definitely I'm still trying to be as safe as possible, but I want to try to attend, you know, some pride stuff and kind of get into that. It's been a cool month just seeing a lot of people kind of talk about their experience. um, And I really want to be able to like go to an event this year. So fingers crossed for that. Um, But yeah. Man, even if you mentioned you, you still haven't gone to like a pride parade or a pride event, it's uh, but you still done your part. You get up on stage <laughs> and get on the mic, and you're able to say your piece, anything that that, that you put your, uh, that comes to your mind. That's still doing your part, and you yeah. said so many things uh, on for, on the positive side. For guilt, um, the other band that I was in. Um, we uh, are like a queer POC um, post-hardcore band. And um, it was very nice to be able to have a platform and to speak to people kind of like on the opposite side. Like I, I remember so many times going to shows and seeing like outspoken queer people talking about like serious subjects and being like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like there's somebody that like sees me, even though I'm not like able to be out about it and then kind of flipping that and being that for many people while we were traveling, I had some of the most like heartfelt conversations with people who have like come up to me and have been like, you know, when I come to your shows, I feel safe and I feel like I can be myself and I feel like, you know, I am heard and I'm seen. And so that to me is kind of just like what pride represents is just like a community of people who are there for one another. So it's very, it's very nice. It's, it's a very heartwarming um, month for me, just kind of seeing all of that kind of just get talked about and stuff. Awesome. Honestly, that, that makes me really happy like, to hear you say that because, yeah, here at Jukebox Vertigo, it's very much if you if you prefer a cop having kink shaming pride, this is not the fucking show for you. It's <laughs> not the place for you. No, no. Like here is like we see and we hear everybody. We appreciate everybody as human beings because that's who we all are. And just before I get too mushy on my next part, Liza, how's your month, how's your month been with pride? Uh, it's it's been pretty good. Um, I haven't really done any pride events yet. Actually, mm-hmm. Nico got me thinking, and I was trying to think if I'd ever been to an official pride event. So I've been out for about seven or eight years now, and I don't think that I've ever actually attended an official pride. So maybe this year's the year. I am fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> could be time. Yeah, I'll go to a pride event. <laughs> yeah, like I go to plenty of other queer events when yes. it's outside of June, but yeah. I don't think it's ever been an official event. So I'd like to do that. I'll make that a personal goal this year, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, can we all make it a goal? Because I was, again, a little embarrassed to share. But, yeah, I haven't officially gone to an actual Pride event either. Uh, okay. I've, act- I've actually have been – I've been out only since I've been with my partner. So she has mm-hmm. just been made, made, has made it super, super incredibly comfortable to, to finally be myself and accept myself of who I've always – thought of myself to, to be so fuck yeah so that's why i absolutely just love her incredibly um but as far as going to an actual pride event i don't think i'm she she has like she, she has so many fucking stories even just going to escape which is like it was an old nightclub up here which is supposedly all ages but damn oh, holy shit those those stories in, uh, themselves are crazy <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah the, the shit she saw at 
before 18 was like wow but but even then it's not even just it wasn't even like yeah i was just doing like the 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 bad stuff it was just being on the dance floor being on the dance floor with like everybody who was just expressing themselves it's like that's when i started getting like all like teary-eyed and it's like that's awesome that you got to have that i like keith and i come from like very conservative like arizona and it was just very hard to just be myself for like the longest fucking time no that's Uh, totally understandable I'm uh, from Florida, and I'm also, like, uh, I have two immigrant parents, um, Mm -hmm. so definitely have always felt a little bit, like I said, I'm not out to my family, so Mm -hmm. that that speaks for itself, but I definitely understand that, and, you know, hopefully this year, it could be a first for all of us, like. Hey, sometimes it's baby steps. But as, as, as long as you get there, as long as you're finally happy with who you are, that's all that matters. Exactly. That's yeah. All right. Yep. So as soon as I'm vaccinated at the end of the month, Liza, let's fucking go out into town. <laughs> you're on. I'm so excited. <laughs> awesome. And Keith, how's your Pride Month going? Uh, it's going good. Um, so I actually have been to a Pride event, which is very ironic to me that uh, I'm the only one. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Because I'm, you know, I'm. I, most people just think of me as a straight white guy. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously not on bi, um, but I'm not super open about it. Um, as far as being uh, out, I'm out to my mother, uh, but not my father. Uh, my father is pretty conservative. I don't think he would really care, to be honest. <laughs> like, but I've, I, I've kind of looked at coming out as who do I need to come out to? Who needs to know? You know, like yeah. there are people that don't need to know. There are people that don't need me to sit them down and say, hey, this, this, this. You know, the people that really matter to me in my life, I'm going to tell. Um, so I'm relatively new being publicly out. Um, in fact, Josue is probably the first person I've become friends with that met me as a bi man. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Aww. Most people knew me as pretty much straight throughout you know my entire life and so uh yeah like when i first met josue and i found out that he wasn't entirely straight himself <laughs> it was a lot easier to just be like me neither <laughs> like and we're friends now <laughs> so that was really cool um but yeah um I'm, I'm out to my best friend who's our producer liz um and she's she was incredibly supportive of it and she was the person i was most worried about coming out to um and yeah it just it just feels you know, you guys know it, it feels right. You know, it feels like, oh, this everything is okay now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's just better. Totally. So. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, thank likewise. You. Um so I have been to two Pride events because one of my best friends is a, a young lesbian woman and she is not good on her own. She's much better now. She's like one of the like toughest people I know now, and I love her to death, but she didn't want to go to her first Pride by herself, and so we ended up going with her. And so I went to San Diego Pride, which included the rally and the the parade and the festival. And then we went to Phoenix Pride as well. And it's a lot of fun. Um, ironically, this is this is the funny part. Um, so at the time, for all intents and purposes, I was straight. I was still denying to myself at that point in the San Diego Pride one. And um, I was there to support her. I was being an ally, a good friend, you know. And so... <laughs> um, 
at this pride, they had like this gigantic pride flag. It was huge. It took a hundred people to carry it, basically. <laughs> oh my god! And so it was used during the parade down, down, you know, down to the festival. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And then we got to the festival and we're hanging out. And they decided that they wanted to parade it around Balboa Park, or you no, know, it wasn't Balboa, whatever park it was in. And the funny part was they were like okay, everybody grab a corner or everybody grab a bit of it. We'll, you know, walk it around big group working together. It's great. And my friend grabbed it and she was the second person in line on one side. And she wanted me to take a picture of her. And I took a picture of her and we're all having a good time. We're, we're, they're about to start walking and I was just going to take pictures. And the guy in front of her took a picture with his friend and then just dropped it. Cause he just wanted the picture. He didn't want to actually carry it. <laughs> oh, and no. So the front corner of the flag was drooping and they're about to start marching. And I'm like, uh, and I just grabbed it and started walking. Fuck with yeah. Them. Oh, that's great. And so, <laughs> so I told my, I called my mother and I, again, this is before I was out. I was like, mom. Okay. So there might be footage of me leading the gay pride parade. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Surprise. Yeah. I was like, so if you see that, if, if, cause we have a lot of family in California, I'm like, if it comes up, that's why. <laughs> like, and so that's just the ironic part is that was this before I was even acknowledging who I was. So, uh, but yeah. And then uh, as far as my month goes, um, uh, honestly, it's been a really great, uh, I hate to keep plugging our other show, but we have issues, our comic book show. Woo! It's been such an incredible month for us as far as it's been a incredible year as far as representation in comics. Um, there's, we are finding so many great independent comics from LGBT creators and it's just incredible to see this th- these voices coming out. And just this week, and you can check it out on our newest episode, DC put out a compilation of stories about LGBT characters from LGBT creators. And it was just really great. And, man, it's just great to see this and, you know, been, to be able to talk about it. And, like, I just love it. So it's been a really good Pride Month, even though we haven't been able to go do anything. And we, mm-hmm. are, we are all fully vaccinated in my home. But, um, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Now let's get down to the juicy bit of it all and start sharing our music, guys. So for my first one, I'm going to keep it local. Hopefully I don't interfere with some of Eliza's picks, even though as soon as I thought them, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Eliza, but I go first. <laughs> I go first on my show. So right, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. My, my first pick is going to be from uh, Team Dresh. Is that one of them, Eliza? Oh, it's not, but that's a good choice. Okay. Team Dresh was a mid-90s uh, Riot Girl, all-lesbian band. And then, well, they stopped and now, and now they, they soon come back. But either way, they're fucking awesome. Um, the song I'm going to go with is pretty, yeah, it's, it's the, the, first, the first one. And just because it's, it's, it's we are on the Pride, in the Pride episode, it's only appropriate. So, Fagitation and Dyke is my song. And just because it's one of those where maybe like the vocals, the PA could be a little better, but that's the magic about the punk song of, of it all. You just have to really try and listen to it all. But then at, at that point, you're just lost in the noise, in the noise that is like of like of all this distortion, all the fucking music. So we're going to start with a bang. And with Team Dresh, a local band from here from Portland, uh, Fagitation and Dyke is my first pick. Nice. Nico. Nice. Hello. Okay, so my pick um, is a band called Michael Sarah Palin, and the <laughs> song <laughs> itself is called Southern Comfort. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Um, oh, I've actually never heard, of, heard so, of this band. 
Yeah, yeah no, an incredible band name. They're amazing. Um, I'm pretty sure they're located in Atlanta, Georgia, and they're incredible. I love them so much. They're the sweetest people, and their music is also incredible. <laughs> nice. And Sarah, is that like Michael Sarah or Palin Sarah? Um, so Michael Sarah Palin is the full name. Uh, so it's oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was actually like a funny band name. <laughs> no, it's incredible. And they have like, uh, pins that say like Michael Sarah Palin is a band. Oh, there and you go. I just have it all over like my bags and stuff. It's great. Okay, I get a I'm lot of funny comments. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Eliza, what's your first uh, pick? All right. Uh, my pick is Not a Love Song by the band Aha uh-huh Her. And so this song is really just driven forward by guitar and synthesizers. And it just has Excellent. this incredible energy and never lets up. And it's just such a great album opener for the album Common Reaction, which I also really, I really like the album in its entirety. Nice. But yeah, just really great energy. If you want some synth driven kind of pop music, it's great. I love a good recommendation when it's like no song skippable. Like fuck yeah, that's that's totally. a good project. Cool, cool. Uh, Keith, what's your first entry? Okay, so I'm going as basic and popular as possible here, <laughs> and I was actually going to do this one first just so no one else stole it, just in case. Uh, recently released incredible hit Montero by Little Nas X. I fucking love that song. Oh, dude. That's amazing. a good choice. It is. <laughs> I love it, dude. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so those who listen to the show know I had a complicated relationship with the song because mm-hmm. because of all the hype. I didn't want to listen to it at first because I, I when it's something like that, ha- like like a lot of Gaga songs, I don't want to hear it until the hype dies down, you know, and then I want to hear it and see actually if I liked the song or was it just the hype. And so I only recently really sat down and gave Montero a choice. And yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's a banger. It's so good. <laughs> so, this is just, it's a damn good fucking song, dude. Yeah, just the, the the dude, just the bit with the cocaine and drinking with your friends, like the beat of that. I'm just like, oh, like it's so good. It just gets stuck in your head. It's so catchy. It does. So good. Yeah. So yeah, that's the most basic possible answer. But I'm not having a pride list without little non-sex on it. So. Yeah, hell, 2021. This one deserves to be here. Yeah, a good answer yeah. is a good answer. Yes. <laughs> well, that's actually a really good transition into. My song, my next song, and this is from, yeah, one of my favorite artists. I'm going to have to say of all time now. Uh, I think I know like, who it is. Oh, hell yeah. Snow the Product, baby. Okay. Snow the Product, uh, Mexican-American, Chicana rapper. She can just fucking A, just lay it down, spit the roughest or hardest bars. And in the song I'm picking, it's her latest single. It doesn't have a, a title track. It's from uh, the biz rap sessions that she just had you just look up some of the product bzrp um volume 39 it's like like basically it's like the whole the whole title but it's her doing a freestyle session in his studio uh to one of his beats and oh my god does she just lay it down the way she just is able to just flip it from english to spanish to back and forth yeah. Like nothing, like no, like no fucking problem, no stuttering, just having her bars set down right. Like literally when she says, Sola Mexicana con tremendo flow, tengo todo el control. Like, oh my God. Like, just, oh, I she, love she, that. She no, so I, and that's just like oh, that's a one. I love Snow. And that's just one line from like one song. Please listen to Snow the Product because her rap, her rapping is just, 
and then her thing has always been like, I'm not going to just like go down the oversexual route. So mm-hmm. when she when she means it, when you start listening, to her, you're like, holy shit! Like, where the fuck has she been all this whole time? <laughs> no, she, she's amazing. So I'm going to be putting her on my list. Yeah, she, sure. she does not get nearly enough respect as as a rapper. Um, and this is the era of the female rapper. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And she does not get the respect she deserves. She should be up there with them. Yeah, up no, there with she, Megan. She's been know? doing this for ten years. Yeah. Basically, is when she's been putting out projects out back to back, and she doesn't really put out albums. I just kind of moved away from that because she had a really because yeah. she got signed onto Atlantic, so it's like, oh shit, she made it. But it was one of those where like she she was too good for her own good. Where the because they had control over her music now, they would hold her down, or she'd be a feature, and then the feature her feature would get cut because she'd be basically better than the actual artist. And she basically had to buy her way out of the deal. And now has just been putting out singles and just being independent, which is great for her. She's actually been succeeding succeeding and being successful that way. Uh, But yeah, no, not enough credit, not enough respect. And still the product is the best. I remember when you introduced me to her is when that single for Perico came out. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was I listened to it on repeat for like three days straight. It was so (laughs) fucking good. And then I found out that she did a a song with Riz Ahmed as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's so from like her early stuff. We get the job done or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah! So yeah, oh, just love it. No, I, I, I'm a, amazing, amazing uh, artist. Still the product. Uh, my entry, um, her being bisexual uh, with her girlfriend Juju right now. <laughs> so Aww. yeah, and that's amazing. Next one, Nico. What will be your second entry? So my next one is. Um, so I think a lot on my list is like either Florida or kind of like near that area. Nice. So next one is Palomino Blonde and uh, the song is called Seventh Heaven. Um, they're from Miami area, like South Florida. Um, and it's just amazing, like guitar tones, such catchy like riffs. And I just love them so much. Um, they're incredible people and that song always gets stuck in my head cool cool <laughs> um speaking of guitar tones I just, I just have to bring up i i i could not pass up this episode without bringing up uh <laughs> tilly's guitar playing and oh Jill's. like gosh. Their, their guitar tones like their guitar playing is just fucking awesome <laughs> no i there's like a couple of people that i think are like some of the best like musicians that i've ever met and tilly is for sure one of them like mm-hmm. i just remember like having band practice with them and then being able to just hear like a note and just be able to find it on their guitar and then just like like the music theory that they know like being able to find every single iteration of it i'm like it's blown amazing. away yes <laughs> i know a few people like that too and it's just like how do you i, I wish i had that ear too i wish i had that, that ability it's just amazing yeah it's, it's incredible and with them they're just like always trying to like perfect the guitar tone with everything so nice definitely impressive <laughs> awesome so it's palomino blonde seventh heaven was your was your entry yep awesome thank you and eliza second pick all right, my second pick is She Had a Plan by Girl in a Coma. And it's just a really cool song. It has this great bass riff that just stays underneath it the entire oh, yeah. time. And the song just builds and builds and builds. And the last minute or so is just super great. Um, there's screaming and like building guitars. And yes. Just, it's a really, really great track. And unfortunately, Girl in a Coma doesn't play together anymore. But 
two of their members uh, went on to start the punk band Faya, which I know I've shown hosts with. Yes. Oh my God. Hell yeah. They're terrific. Faya. Gotcha. They're going to be an honorable, honorable mention, but yes, Faya's awesome. Sochi's going to be super fucking dope about hearing Girl in Como entry. <laughs> so she'll be thankful. Any band with like just a very like catchy bass riff just automatically wins my heart. Oh, totally. Bass riffs oh, totally. are the best. They are so good. <laughs> uh, next one, Keith, number two. I'm calling it an audible. Um, I'm going to take one out that I was going to put in, actually. Ooh. I'll oh. tell you what it is in the honorable mentions. Uh, instead, I'm going to add another modern hit, actually, and a, um, a really awesome artist who a lot of their songs I don't like because of the, the way... I'll just explain. It's Sam Smith. Uh, so <laughs> a lot of Sam Smith stuff is what I call sad bastard music. <laughs> and it's just, Understandable. It's just so depressing. So a lot of Sam Smith I can't get into. But they did put out a song, and it's actually, I think it's with Normani from, um, from uh, Fifth Harmony. And it's called Dancing with a Stranger. It's so good. Like, it's, it's more of an upbeat. It's got a really nice, like, groove to it. And it's just basically like, I can't be with you, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to, quote, dance with a stranger, which is, you know, to hook up, obviously. But, and it's just basically talking about, how, and you get the feeling of how empty this is, how they're not finding a new love. They're literally just distracting themselves from how much they miss you. And it's just so good. Like, ah. Uh, Great song, um, really underrated song in in the uh, in the discography of Sam Smith. So, yeah, Dancing with a Stranger. Excellent. Last rounds, everybody, for my last one. It's a very dear song of mine. It's it, it's my repeat, re, my repeat from the last iteration, and it's just one I just I couldn't pass up, and mostly because, as I mentioned before. I do like to count this podcast, this show as a safe space for anybody who wants to come over, come into the show again and just be themselves. And, and if you had just a shit occurrence where you were just basically written off, disavowed and, or just from your own family, just know that you have a home. This, this, is, this is your family here at jukebox vertigo and to extension, uh, uh, Elite. uh, to, I assume, yeah, because they, they had a really nice email to us about it. So, yeah. <laughs> and because of that, I'm going to leave you with a song that you can just leave behind to all those people. This is a song about cutting all the poison out of your life. And this is from the ever-lovey, lo- lo- wonderful Laura Jane Grace from Against Me. The song's called Black Meow. If you have this, the, the bad occurrence of just, like, having just people not understand you, not understand you when you, you thought they were the closest thing to you, that's Okay. Because like I said before, we are your family here at Jukebox Vertigo. You can definitely reach out to me. I'll just do my plug-in right now. At Josue Reads Josue on Twitter. Definitely have a brother here. Um, and this song is a total, total fuck you that you can just leave behind. So all of those poisonous people in your life that you don't have to call them family anymore. Because you can definitely choose your own. And Black Me Out just sends the mwah, perfect message. Thank you, Laura Jane Grace. And thank you against me. I fucking love that album so much. Yeah, you haven't um, lived until you've screamed along with that record. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, it's so good. Being a- able to be in Gil and open up for Against Me is <sighs> definitely like oh top God. 10 memories in my oh brain my forever. <laughs> what year was that? I have to ask. 
Um, okay. I think it was two and a half years ago. Amazing. We played at Sing Out Loud Fest, which is a festival in St. Augustine, uh, where we're based out of. And Laura Jane is from St. Augustine. Um, in her a couple of her songs, she talks about St. Augustine. So she came back and uh, was opening up there. And we were like, hello, we are the LGBT band. Please, <laughs> please let us open up for y'all. Like, And that show was amazing. There were so many incredible bands on the bill. Um, it was just such a good time. I can I can only imagine. I that, that that's awesome. And I was I was wondering. It's like they've had to or they should post COVID because it's like it makes no sense why like they're both in Florida and they haven't opened open for them. But one of my favorite things about going seeing against me at the four, I think maybe five times. I think four for sure. Oh wow. Um. Oh, I I I love them so much. And one of my favorite things about seeing them is that they almost always have the most obscurest of bands open for them. Uh. And to which they're just like they just give that platform to just bands that probably just need the stage time or they're just like should probably be be put on the stage but just they, they don't get the chance because yeah for bullshit reasons and other shit but against me just does it so well so it actually makes me so happy that y'all have actually shared the stage uh, yeah. with against me laura did a really cool thing where she was on um like a vans podcast and she was just shouting out like florida bands and just like giving a lot of credit to a lot of bands that don't get nearly enough recognition and it was just super sweet that she was just doing that <laughs> well even like two songs ago with a uh, girl in a coma now with fam lord jane grace produced like three of the songs on the first album that's incredible oh yeah no, she, she's just awesome just like hyping so many great bands so many punk bands yeah. Uh, so yeah that's that's my last entry black me out um i'll save more honorable recommendation honorable mentions <laughs> for after everybody else is just in case uh, but yeah i just love the song uh, so it's my gift for everybody in case y'all need it. So Nico. So my last one that I have is Mint Green. And the song is called Take Care. And they are a band that I uh, like found out just being in like the DIY circle. And they're incredible. They've been getting like a lot of recognition lately. Uh, I love their music a lot. And, and yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And Liza, last round. All right. Uh, for my last choice, I have Luck in My Eyes by Katie Lang. So I really love Katie Lang's earlier country stuff. It just has such a great old school country vibe. And I think that this song really oh, yeah. kind of encapsulates that. And it has that just great, you know, cowboy torch singer energy <laughs> that I really love. And so I wanted to make sure I got that on here even though it might not match the other songs we've chosen that's literally the point of the title of the show jukebox vertigo because it's just a whole vertical sensation of of musical genres and musical tastes i love it yeah this playlist is wild i was looking at it <laughs> and it's just so good if you ever just yeah. get a downtown kill time just hit random on it and it's like what am i doing here <laughs> what vibe are we going for today exactly you might just be like oh you know what now i want i now i know what i want to listen to um no liza when i was telling keith i was like oh i got liza on the show and he was just like, okay, who's that? Oh, and I, was, I literally just gave him like the quick bio, how I know you, why I know you, and why you're so cool. And it's like, and like just just to go off of the off of our first list, she she's thinking about putting Katie Lang. He's like, oh, that's that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Keith, what is your last pick? So you picking Katie Lang is great because first of all, that was one of the artists that I was considering. Oh, nice. that's uh, awesome. 
so I'm glad you did. And it also, I know you said it doesn't quite fit with the playlist. It's going to transition perfectly into my last song. Awesome. Um, so uh, as always, before I reveal my last song, I do my honorable mention since I am last. Um, there's a billion LGBT artists out there that deserve recognition. And I'm not going to be yes. able to get them all. I'm going to run down a couple real quick. We can't do this without talking about Elton John, and Elton John's incredible, <laughs> but but he's going to be on other playlists. We don't need him in this one. So, um, similarly, Freddie Mercury is is Bay, and that's the one I actually ended up taking off last round oh, okay. when I decided um, I was going to put Killer Queen on there. Okay, um, nice. But I was like, you know what? No, no, no. I think the Sam Smith works better. And then last one is. Poor, poor Janelle Monet. Uh, I just don't think people want Janelle Monet to be a pop star because she makes the best music and it's just not respected and wins no awards. And it's just like people buy her albums, people like it, but critics, the industry, they do not want her to do that. They want her to act and it's just awful. So, um, and for Janelle Monet, by the way, it would have been the way you make me feel. Uh, so, uh, I also wanted to give a quick honorable mention to a non-LGBT artist, but specifically I want to shout out to all the non-LGBT artists out there who do work very hard to support LGBT people. Um, specifically, the one that jumps out at me is, and I know Josue's a fan as well, I think Josue's a fan as well, uh, Rise Against. Oh, um, I love the song Make It Stop, September's Children. It's about the young men that are you know, committing suicide because they're being you know, persecuted against for, for being gay. And um, they they also contribute really heavily to a lot of charity as far as LGBT goes. And, and that's just awesome. Obviously, the purpose of this is to hel- highlight LGBT artists, but I had to give a shout out to those, you know, helping each other or helping other people, you know, so. That makes my heart happy to hear because I had such a big rise against phase like <laughs> oh yeah i love them <laughs> they're great yeah no that's that song it's really sad because they, they literally read the names of the young men who killed themselves yeah. for being bullied for being gay like that's that, like it's really sad but they work with i think they work with the trevor project they work with it gets better they work with all kinds of charities like that so well, that's awesome yeah but my last song this is such a left turn Josue, and i'm Ooh, so excited hit me um Josue knows that occasionally me and our associate uh, T-Dog take a really deep old left turn into music. (laughs) So I'm going to go with an artist named Janice Ian. Ooh, that is a good transition. 80% of our audience is probably thinking, oh, the character from Mean Girls? (laughs) No. (laughs) I almost said the line. (laughs) So uh, that character is actually named after this singer. Um, oh. so, yeah, Janice Ian is a uh, singer-songwriter from the 60s and 70s, primarily. And um, she lived her entire life. Uh, I believe she was married to a man for a long time and ended up coming out as a lesbian. Uh, and is, she's currently with, with her female partner. She has stepchildren with them. She's very happy. Uh, Janice Ian is actually... It's kind of funny. I've never put Janice Ian on the playlist houseway because I actually really, really like her. Yeah. Um, she's a sci-fi nerd, which I am too. And she's actually a sci-fi author. And I believe, let me double check this. She's really good friends with George R. R. Martin. And I think he was one of the best men at her wedding. So, which is, which is hilarious to me. So, um, but, uh, 
she contributes very strongly to a lot of different LGBT um, uh, publications. Um, and uh, I believe she writes for The Advocate regularly and things like that. Uh, really active in the community. Uh, she's in her 70s now. Uh, so she's older, but she's still going. And the song I'm recommending is called Society's Child. And the subtitle is Baby, I've Been Thinking. Uh, so this song, it's from 1966, just to give you an idea of the era it was from. And it's a song from the perspective of a white woman who's in love with a black man. And this is when interracial you know, relationships were still frowned upon. And it's a sad song. It's very much like, I love you. And then my father tells me I can't date you and the people at school are making fun of us. And it's very much comes down to like, this isn't going to happen for us, but maybe one day it will. Hmm. And it's just a really hopeful look forward to the future of, you know, things are going to change. And if we think about, if we think about how biracial relationships have become so much more accepted in society. It's a really great positive perspective to what's going to happen possibly, hopefully for LGBTQ people uh, going forward into, you know, everything that we're struggling through, you know, for the fight for equality. Um, And it's a good, it's a good way to remind us that, Hey, these things, these things were once, you know, as forbidden as quote forbidden as we were, and look how you know society has changed. And I, I just think that's a really great way to end it on a woman who's a lesbian singing about how you know one day everything is going to get better. One day we'll be able to be who with who we love. So I just I just love this song. Nice, Honestly, fuck yeah, way to close it. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's a so terrific sweet. choice. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, before we clo- really close it off, going backwards, uh, Liza, did you have any honor- honorable mentions? I did, yes. I had a couple of others that I had thought about. Uh, so first is Cry by Johnny Ray. And I kind of wanted to put him on there just because his singing style was so incredibly influential on kind of early rock and roll. And that track is just tremendous. I actually also <laughs> first discovered it. Um, when I watched the movie Desert Hearts, which is a personal favorite and mm-hmm. um, kind of an icon of queer cinema. And so I thought that that might be a fitting choice for the list. But ultimately, when it came down to it, I ended up picking the other songs. <laughs> I also... Nice. Oh, sorry. Go no, go, no, go for it. I was just going to do my other runner-up, which was On the Verge by La Tigre, just because oh, that's yes, a great La track. <laughs> and uh, I, I can't resist La Tigre ever. I was literally thinking about them too. And, and I, I was just going to say, um, it always just comes down to that, like, or at least coming down to every episode where it's like, I have my songs, but I want this one. And I'm thinking about this one at the last minute. And then people start talking about their picks. I'm like, oh, but now it's, this one sounds better than what I was thinking. It, I, I love the mess of the show. It's really cool. <laughs> it happens to us every week. Every week. like, nope, changing it up. <laughs> so. <laughs> I almost did. I almost changed my list spontaneously. But <laughs> Especially when you're trying to like make one song go like good into the next one. It's yeah. just like a, a challenge. Oh, yeah. If you try to fit on the spot, it just like, then you're just like, uh, for like, wait, and then you just blank out. Uh, it's, it's just best to just have your 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 picks and then just like let the vertigo happen. Uh, was that it for your, your honorable mentions, Liza? Yeah, that's it for me. Cool. Uh, Nico, yours? Okay. So I have one honorable mention. Um, it is a song by Mr. Kitty. And the song is called After Dark. It's definitely like a very dark, like atmospheric uh, track. 
and just really good ambience music, I'd say. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, for my honorable mentions, it was almost going to be uh, another Snow the Product song, just to be more on the nose, her song Bilingue, or Bilingue, <laughs> just because like the, the line, bitch, I ha-ha con jota, ha-ha-ha with the J, I speak English yeah. and Spanish, I'm bi, lingua all day. <laughs> it's just, uh, I love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's, no, she's amazing. She, definitely hop on board with her. Uh, but I had done that one last time, and I just really wanted to like showcase like the, the new one, because her flipping back and forth in the English and Spanish in that, in that new one, is probably her best work so far. Um, as far as other ones, another local band, uh, Jay Graves is a great, great band. Uh, I almost went with their song Doctor, but it's just like, ugh. I discovered them through COVID. Um, and so I've just been seeing a bunch of their, their, their live streams. And they're a band that I just, I can't wait to see because they just, they just sound so much more, and just, it just sounds much, much better live, even, even through their live streams, which are sometimes kind of like saying the opposite. But you can just feel the energy through the screen and you're just like, I need to see this cast live. It's like, it just, and you come back to like the, the stuff that they, that they put out. And it's like, it's almost just not the same. Like, it's like, I need that energy like in my face too. So definitely look out for Jay Graves. Uh, it's, it's a really cool uh, trio band. Uh, last couple honorable mentions, uh, another band I did, did discover through, um, against me and all their super dope, obscure, uh, openers. They highlighted at one point, Venus de Mars and the uh, Venus de Mars and, all the party horses is the name of the full band, and this was Venus de Mars's band. I guess their first band uh, was all the par- all the pretty horses. Sorry, and then they kind of kind of wanted to mesh it up together, and it was the full title Venus de Mars and all the pretty horses. And this one was just awesome. And now they're just going by Venus de Mars. Uh, this artist is actually technically one of the first, like pre Laura Jane Grace, to come out as a transgender woman. Only in her case, being uh, that she came out in the 90s, her career ended up, quote unquote, tanking and just ended up struggling after that. And then just seeing Lord and Grace being like, oh, damn, I should have just waited. Uh, but then with Against Me, they're just like, they ended up touring together and they were just fucking awesome. Uh, at one point, at one point, Venus actually grabs a steel plate uh, that just like straps it around their groin. And with the grinder, the power tool, just literally just sparks up the whole stage over all of us. Oh, you sent me that. Oh, oh my point. God. It, it, they're fucking awesome. Wild. Really, really fucking cool. Uh, definitely blew my mind with that one. So Venus to Mars, they're just going by that now. Only if you want to catch like the album and like and, and the whole band is just like weird as fuck like the basses is like top hat just like like just like with like a very like eccentric like style and then the the drummer is rocking an uh, is, is rocking an eye patch just like i don't know if that's real or not but the band is just like very out there really really cool and then lastly if, um if you're not gonna do it i'll do it um guilt almost made it <laughs> um, but I be, but i didn't want to be like oh well she's on the show but it's gonna be too like on purpose no no but at, at the very least at the very least the song i do want to highlight is uh car seat when car seat is a good one when yeah. y'all play car seat on this on snip fest like you can just see it like you you do your groove your your your, your, your baseline you're just grooving out it sounds <laughs> so good and then you do the, you look over to Tilly as as soon as they come in and you can just see like everything coming together like everything is sounding right as it should be and you just definitely see it on your face where like okay that was actually probably one of their best like do, like performance of that song and it just it just felt so like just casual it just felt so easy <laughs> and one of the best performances really 
I I love Gil. I wasn't sure if I should plug like my projects or anything, <laughs> but I will plug them every day. Um, definitely, if you're looking for a good cry, I didn't watch you as a mirror. Oh yeah, uh, but Gil is good cry material. And then if you just want to get angry, um, like Children of Animals, definitely. Yes, um, they're. They're moving towards a lot of more political stuff in their second LP. So, nice. um, and Ash. Yeah, um, I'm excited for Ash's uh, like just vocals now. Yeah, Ash uh, was our drummer for the longest time, and now they're up in the front. So I'm excited to see what they do with that. Yeah, no, me too. And it's kind of like I wanted to put Ash's car seat too, because like again, like that little part. I mean, like the whole thing is awesome, but just car seat just sounds really, really fucking cool. And then yeah, that, last, yeah. last one I will mention is for sure, uh, community album. Because again, if you're not going to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm o- sorry. O- only because um, I would love more Spanish. Es lo mejor is actually such a sweet song. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, so I, uh, I am bilingual, like Spanish, my first language. But um, just growing up in a predominantly like. Uh, just area where everyone spoke English. It was a language that quickly like became my second language. So once I started playing like music, music, um, I really wanted to write songs in Spanish, but I was very nervous. And so that one, I was, I was so terrified to release that song. So I'm glad you like it. Um, yeah, I, I just released a new song called Run and Hide, and definitely mm-hmm. um, I'm working on a five-song EP, so oh, there's nice. going to be a lot of different material there, and I definitely want to do a lot more Spanish stuff. So Yes, yeah. please do. <laughs> I, I, I was actually, it was just really charming. It was just really nice. Again, like the whole project, Community Tower, is just a very charming project, and just like I, I can't hate on it. It's just it's really cool. I really like Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, maybe more Spanish, please. And now of course. we finally close off this page of the jukebox. And I get to move on to closing stuff, like new releases that came out this uh, just this last night. And I was really, I guys, I almost did not hold myself back on listening to a lot of these. Uh, <laughs> Keith, what, what what did come out that you were excited for? Uh, well, that I'm excited for is a different thing. Oh, yeah. I'm go through <laughs> the big ones. <laughs> um, uh, Migos, the new Migos, I actually kind of like Migos, so that's cool. And it actually scored really well, the new Migos album. So um, I think, Josue, I think you're the one who introduced us to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Fuck, yes! <laughs> uh, their new album is out, it looks like. Um, uh, Maroon 5 has a new album out that I will not listen to. Um, <laughs> Understandable. So, <laughs> not, not a fan. Um, so uh, Slater Kinney, as you mentioned. Uh, I believe I believe the actual album is yes. out. See, my dog is not a fan of Maroon 5 either. Um, and then uh, the new Garbage album is out. And I've already seen reviews on Twitter, and I really want to listen to it. Fuck now. yeah. Um, Kodak Black has a new album. Marshmallow has a new album. It's a big It's a big week. A lot of big names. Yeah. Um, AFI has a new album. Yes, I did see oh, that one. I know, wow. I know I have to listen to that. Last one, week, so. there was an Atreyu album, and I was like, oh, that's a hell of a throwback. And now this week, we get AFI. Like, what is this? 2004. Big throwback, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, looking through, I guess Ryan Adams is still making music. So there's a new album there. That's cool, I guess. Um, Ruth B, who shot to fame for her one hit. She's probably going to be a one hit wonder, unfortunately. But uh, she did the the song about Peter Pan like five years ago. It was, I can't even remember the name of it. Lost Boy, maybe. Hmm. It's it's interesting. Um that's all I'm seeing. Except, oh, the Corolla soundtrack. 
So, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what about you, Josue? Anything else? Anything that popped out that you didn't really, me- that you didn't mention uh, already? No, you pretty much mentioned the whole thing. Uh, I passed by something that I did, but it wasn't really that important. So I guess it wasn't. Um, <laughs> no, but the, the 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 main shit that came out was Thought Shit by Megan The Stallion, which, again, I really held myself back on not listening to it all day because it really would have been the only thing I would have talked about. So Thought Shit by Megan The Stallion because she's been really hyping it up. And she's been hyping it up because she's coming back as her alter ego, Tina fucking Snow. And if if you know if you know Megan The Stallion, she doesn't need an alter ego. She doesn't need her Sasha Fierce, but she has one, and it's Tina fucking Snow. And oh my god, her oh, fir- I'm ready. her I'm first so ready. Uh, her first project, her her basically her first EP is Tina Snow. Um, and me and my partner, we just go back and forth. We're just like, I mean, an agreement that just like that should have been her first album because it's just like it just encapsulates her. But again, it was probably because it was under her alter ego. She probably needed her more confident Megan Stallion album, and now before she came back to. Oh man, the ever raunchy Tina Snow. Oh, it's gonna be so fucking awesome. I don't and know then, anything about this, and you have me pumped, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> Tina, Tina Snow is one of the most vulgar kind of like not. I mean, yeah, super sexual uh, a rapper, but she. Oh my god, instead of just being sound, instead, instead of just sounding like the next vulgar rapper, she just makes it sound so hot. Like, oh my god, like it's just really fucking dope. She can just back it up because as much as I'm also hyping up Snow the product. Megan can fucking rap. Megan can do fucking do circles around every other rapper, and yeah, those mm. two are just definitely up there right now. Um, and then last single I see a new Doja Cat single I need to know, which I still haven't listened to because I probably would have been talking about it too. Uh, but no, the the actual album I'm excited for is uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard uh, with uh, Butterfly Three Thousand. <laughs> the la- the name the, is so ridiculous. Their last two albums were it. were ridiculous with their names too, with uh, kind of going meta. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Liza, any new projects that that's been out or they're excited for? Oh, unfortunately, I haven't been doing such a good job keeping track of things. I had no idea that there was a new Slater-Kinney album, and I'm really deeply ashamed of myself for not knowing that. <laughs> so that's great news for me, though. Now I can go listen to that. I just found out about the single last week, and so I'm like, oh, I guess we'll wait. And then just this week was the album drop. So I think it was, they were probably keeping it hush-hush. Oh, okay. So I'm not as behind on the time. You're not as behind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Nico, any drops that you know of uh, that you can uh, talk about or just stuff that you're excited for? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of things off the top of my head, but I'm blanking. Um, I don't want to be mispronouncing this uh, axe name, but it's they're called Who Killed XIX, and they released a song called Spy? Uh, question mark and they're amazing. They have like a bunch of other really catchy songs, but I've been obsessed with listening to them lately so i'm looking forward to them releasing more stuff nice definitely writing that one down because i'm such a such an obscure name who killed xix i gotta i gotta figure this shit out too they're amazing it is like um okay so i'm just gonna say it um (laughs) they're like uh msi that you can listen to (laughs) so yeah That's basically like the only descriptor I need to say. Like, incredible. Just amazing. Cool. That's awesome. Thanks for the warning, question mark? Of course. <laughs> Good. They're not, they're not problematic. Excellent. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, next up, moving on to what would be the roulette, but we do have kind of a go- coming back to uh, a set programming that we had. Keith, what was the next episode that we're going to be uh, going over? Uh, well, our next episode is going to be the blank the the so this, this is gonna be 
only artists, only bands that start with the or la or el if we're going to do foreign languages. Right. Uh, so the Decembrists, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the White Stripes, things like that. Los yeah. Enanitos Verdes. Ooh, I'm excited. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, and we will have a special guest next week. And I'm very excited about this because I have been anticipating doing a podcast with this gentleman before I had a podcast <laughs> because he's just that amazing. Uh, our good friend, Steven. Yes. Designer of our logos and, you know, occupier of our hearts <laughs> will be with us no. next week. Very true. Very, so, very true. <laughs> very, very excited to have him on. And uh, yeah. And I, as, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I know that man from high school where he's like a class year older than me, but, and this is also uh, during 2006, 2010 era of emo and that man the man's nickname uh used to be or should still be the happiest emo he is the the happiest person i've ever he's the happiest person now for sure like i feel bad being depressing around him like i feel like i'm gonna drag him down (laughs) oh no no, he'll flip it around instantly he's he's just that that awesome he's like that's fine man it's okay it's (laughs) It's okay and i'm like Damn it, Stephen, why are you so charming? So, um, yeah, so he's going to be with us. And in addition to, I believe, Daniel's going to be back next week. Cool, cool. And maybe someone else who we haven't seen in a while. We'll see. Ooh, nice. So, um, and then, yeah, and then as far as plugs go, if you want to go ahead and yeah. uh, wrap it up, I'll, I'll go and start with ours. Of course, our sister show, We Have Issues, which is the one comic book show I kept plugging mercilessly throughout this episode. <laughs> um, you can find us at WHI Podcast. Uh, check out our new logo, which Steven designed, which is for Pride Month, and we absolutely love it. Jukebox Vertical also has one, by the way. Um, you can find me at WHA Podcast Keith. You can find our producer Liz at WHI Podcast Liz. And you can find all of us at Geek Elite Media, geekelitemedia.com, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll kick it over back over to you. <laughs> yeah, I was just like closing off. I was like, Keith, you're going off scripts. I'm getting into my closing thoughts here. <laughs> like, <laughs> this concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. And thank you to the co-host for the great picks. Now we can insert plugs. <laughs> so let's start with Eliza. Anything you want to plug in? Anything you want to shout out to? Um, I don't have too many plugs right now since I don't have any projects. Um if anyone wants to find me uh, on social media, you can find me at Cool Hand Liza. I'm most active on Letterboxd. If anyone's into movies, uh, that's about it for me. Nice, excellent. Uh, Nico, any plugs? Any shoutouts uh, you'd like to take care of? Um, so, if anyone is interested in listening to Dream Pop slash indie music um you can find me on instagram or facebook um at community towel one word um i'm also on spotify and Bandcamp. and then um if you want to hit up my like uh private i guess or just like my main account it's at a-z-y-a-t-k um on instagram or twitter so yeah Cool, Thank cool. you so much for having me. Oh, no, it's, been, it's been a pleasure. This whole episode has just it's probably been like one of my favorite ones of all time now. Yeah, oh, yeah. This has been so nice. Like, <laughs> I just, I have a whole list of songs and bands to check out. I'm very happy. Me awesome. too. I'm so excited to check this all out. It's like, yes, the show works. <laughs> <laughs> That's our job. <laughs> cool. And thank you to the listeners for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. As Keith uh, mentioned before, you can follow us on Twitter at Geekly Media for all geek shows adjacent and at Jukebox Vertigo, where a public playlist will be updated and shared weekly, as well as a short playlist to go with every new episode with our picks. Now let loose with their jams and geek out. 
This concludes our broadcast. 